0: Hi everyone and welcome to Scary Stories. We are your hosts Skylar and Cameron and today I will be telling you guys about the history of Halloween.
1: In this podcast we need to warn you of the possibility of language that may not be appropriate for all ages and may be offensive to some. The content we go over in this podcast is recommended for mature audiences and a trigger warning due to the content consisting of rituals.
0: All right, so this is kind of just one of the special episodes we're doing for Halloween, and I figured we could learn about the history and where it came from. So I don't know about you, Cameron, but Halloween is by far my favorite hol- holiday.
1: And <laughs> to some-
0: too. Okay, good, because to some people it serves too, but we all know that, you know, what Halloween made, what is today, you know, we know the scary... The pumpkin patch and the scary uh trails and everything, attractions, I guess, that people's you know, and movies, of course, too. So I love it all. But um, sorry guys, I lost my place I'm on my page. Halloween is on Sunday, and the festival originated over 2,000 years ago from an ancient Celtic festival of Sohen. Now, the Celts lived in an area which is known today as Ireland, the United Kingdom, Northern France, you know, those regions, and they celebrated their new year on November 1st. All right, so November 1st for the Celts marked the end of their summer, so it meant the end of their harvest, the beginning of a cold winter, which usually around that time of year was associated with human deaths to them. Um, they believed that on the night before the new year, which would be October 31st, going into November 1st, that the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. So on the night of October 31st, the Celts celebrated Sowin, when it was said that the ghosts of the dead returned to earth. Side note, I don't know if you know this, Cameron, or not, but different heritage, heritages celebrate this kind of period differently than, you know, and have different traditions and names for them. So to the Celts, it was so in, but to my heritage, which is Hispanic heritage, it's called el dia de los muertos which is translated into the day of the dead and there is you know we start october 31st well actually we start nine days back so actually we already started the kind of heritage um kind of tradition for this and you know there's praying there's um setting up pictures and flowers around it can't lighten candles and then november 1st which is that day is when it's like a big party for the remembrance of the person so I don't know if you knew that but it's kind of it kind of goes back to all this that we're going to talk about which is kind of cool it's different it's not like a scary it's not scary or anything but it's it's good to know what your favorite where your favorite holiday originated from
1: is it Um, more than one person that you guys celebrate in the day of death yeah yeah so like
0: um, you know, like we celebrate our aunts, cousins, uh, grandparents, parents, you know, those have passed, uh, they go to a chapel, um, in, Me- in Mexico. I was about to pronounce it <laughs> differently, but they go to a church and, um, they pray. And then, you know, they have this table. We have this table set up in our houses, everybody's houses. They have a, ta- a specific table. And it's like their picture, candles of with the Virgin Mary on them, a Bible, you know, some of the belongings if they have them, uh, flat, and then we leave flowers and we just pay our respects and pay like we just give them, like, you know, some people lay money down and it's just everybody, everybody kind of makes it their own kind of tradition in their own family because some families probably lay money, some families lay like their favorite food or or drink or a poor glass of beer or something like that.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So, you know, what happened with, you know, Halloween becoming what it is, back to, you know, this is going to be in AD time. So uh, for our listeners, you know, the Anno Domini calendar, calendar area so when i'm saying 80 that's when i'm talking about what i'm talking about when i go into this stuff because this is it's very it's got it's got history behind it so to celebrate the event the uh, druids which in the celtic religion was a priest magician or a sooth sooth slayer sayer they call it um What's that? What's that? it's it's pretty much like a priest i guess yeah. um that's what the The dictionary called it um, for a druid because you know, I myself know what druids are by playing games and by reading about it. But some of our listeners might not know. And uh, I felt like uh, um, uh, Elder Scrolls because I'm a nerd, (laughs) yeah. Uh, No, uh, Skyrim and stuff, they have druids on there, Uh, so they would build. So with this, with the druid, they would build a huge sacred bonfire where people would gather to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. So during the celebration, they would wear costumes, which consisted of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. After the celebration was over, they went home like so, November 2nd. They went home and relit their fireplaces as the end of that celebration to protect them from the winter they have, they have ahead of them. So, by 43 AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of the territory that the Celtics had uh, and that where they were living. In the course of 400 years, they ruled the Celtic lands, which in turn created two more festivals of Roman origin that were combined with the Celtic tradition celebration of uh, the, the Uh So after the merge, of, so, you know, they took over the Celtics. They said, you know, we've got two festivals. Let's us. bring a, Let's bring these in. So they merged them. So after the merge of the festivals, the first was through I'm gonna butcher this and I apologize to our listeners but Fruella a day in late October when the Romans commemorated the passing of the dead the second day to honor was Pomona which was a Roman goddess of fruit and trees and the symbol was an apple and that girls and boys explains the tradition of bobbing for apples that is practiced still to this day. Fun fact. (laughs) Um, So we're going to skip ahead to May 13th, six hundred. AD because all through this time they're still celebrating those two festivals of you know bobbing for apples and having wearing animal heads costume burning the bonfire all that stuff is now being done come like every like at one place so Pope Boniface the fifth dedicated the the uh, Patheon in Rome in honor of all Christian martyrs and the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs Day was ex- in established in the Western Church. So that's a third one. So remember that. Later, Pope Gregory III explained the festival to include all saints as well as the martyrs and moved the obs- observance of May 13th to November 1st. So pretty much they're just back in this time they're moving everything to November 1st to celebrate the day of the, anybody who died any saint any martyrs anything so by yes it's a lot it's a lot of history to to think <laughs> about cuz they're doing like four or five festivals now they're combining everything they so this is how pretty much Halloween is like getting to be getting to be what it, we know it today which is pretty cool cuz now we're in the ninth, ninth century, the influence of Christian, this is where I kind of, I was talking to you about it when we were discussing the topic. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is where I found out this stuff. So now by the ninth century, the influence of Christian Christianity has spread into the Celtic lands and in there, and it was there that it gradually blended with older Celtic rites. So they're, you know, they're, their traditions in a thousand ad the church then made november 2nd as all souls day which is a day to honor the dead and is widely believed today that the church was attempting to replace the celtic festival of the dead with a related church
1: sanctioned holiday (laughs) that sounds about right
0: yeah exactly exactly
1: so (laughs)
0: Now, the celebration of Halloween was extremely, so think back in that that time period, like, it's extremely limited to colonial New England, because of the rigid Protestant belief systems that were in place, and that there was, you know, and Halloween was more common in Maryland and the southern colonies, so we're still in colonies, we're not even states yet, so it's the so as the beliefs and customs of, you know, the different European ethnic groups and American Indians meshed a kind of a distinct American version of Halloween begins to emerge then. So their first celebrations that were ever recorded were included play parties, quote play parties, which were public events to celebrate the harvest that doesn't ring a bell. I mean, the Celtics did that. Um, <laughs> there, there in the celebration, people would share stories of the dead. Oh hey, ding ding ding! <laughs> and they would they um, then and there they would tell each other's fortunes, dance and sing. It also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischiefs of all kind, i.e., trick or treat. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of building on. So it, I don't know, it's, it's so cool to know that, know that my favorite holiday was actually started in the Celtic lands. So, and I've always wanted to go to Ireland or some of those regions and that's where I need to go. (laughs) Um, Sorry guys. Anyway, so (laughs) by the ninth, 19th century, Autumn festivals, so autumn leaf festivals that we see now, were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated in everywhere in the country. By the second half of the 19th century, America itself was flooded with new immigrants, and with that flood of immigrants came Irish Irishmen and women from because uh, they were running away from the Irish potato famine that was going on there at that time and in turn it helped the country popularize the celebration of halloween nationally now i could go on with how everything was introduced but there is a dark side of halloween uh is there is a dark side of how halloween came to be halloween um so fun fact The word Halloween was actually first popularized by a poem by Scottish poet Robert Burns. Now, I'm not going to read the poem because it is very, 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 very long. And this would it would make this podcast probably an hour and a half. <laughs> but if you guys would want to look it up, just Google Halloween by Robert Burns. And it will pop up. So... And that's it's pretty cool that's where the name come from the word oh. Halloween
1: hell yeah huh hell he just created the word so yeah so I'm
0: I pulled it up and I'm gonna read a little bit of it but I pulled it up just in case let me get to that page guys okay so... In the beginning, it says, you know, the poem, the following poem will by many readers be well enough understood, but for the sake of those who are unacquainted with the manners and traditions of the country where the scene is cast, notes, some notes are added to some account because of the principal charms and spells of that night. So it was kind of like a prophecy to the peasantry in the west of Scotland. And the passion of prying into fertility makes a striking, striking part of history of human nature in its rude state in all ages and nations. And it may be some, it may be some entertainment to a philosophical mind, if any such honor of the author with a uh, a person, excuse me so if pretty much is saying you know the remains it's just unenlightened for most people but it's philosophical to the philosophical mind that's why I didn't want to read it all um so like it just talks about like I said Scotland and how the peasantry was and the prophecy of it so it's like it says bout and all and it has like all those like words that they use to write poems it's like one of those poems if you know what i mean but it goes on for like a page and a half (laughs) but the the beginning is you know it's thought to be a night when witches devils and other mischief-making beings are abroad and that's how and and he named it halloween so it kind of like took the took the place of oh this is how
1: halloween should be so how did he come up with that name and how does that i don't know i'm just curious as to how that became you
0: know i should have looked that up i should have looked that up more but i got so involved with reading that this whole this whole halloween poem that from and especially it's like kind of scottish in there it I found out that the name itself, so the name itself, Halloween, comes from, okay, this is where the name, they think the name comes from, that I, that, that I did look up. Um, so according to the online etymology dictionary, it is said, it and it's two words put together, so hollow, so H-A-L-L-O-W, It means holy person or refers to what I spoke about in the beginning with, uh, saints and, uh, saints and martyrs and all that. The EEN, E-E-N, the last part of Halloween is part of the word is a, sorry, is a contraction of Eve or evening before, so basically, Halloween is just an old-fashioned way of saying the night before All Saints' Day. Okay, and that and that's how he got, that's how he chose chose that title for that poem, and then there's when that poem created spark of witches, ghouls, goblins, the dark side of Halloween, from a poem about p- poverty. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to think about um but well, i'm not done just wait so you know what about the pumpkins i haven't mentioned about the pumpkins everybody loves to carve a pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns and i mean you know halloween nightmare for christmas i have to throw that in there jack the pumpkin king like you know where so you know what about them uh how do they symbolize halloween which is in old times pretty much the day before all saints day um they actually symbolize okay so pumpkins just the orange little pumpkins actually symbolize a fateful deal with the devil so they say i don't know if you've heard this before cameron but old folk uh back in the day uh I know my grandma had said it but they say if you ever meet a devil on the on a darkened road don't try to trick him into climbing a tree have you ever heard that saying hello
1: sorry my thing went out for a second no I've never heard that
0: okay so the ending of that little, I guess, old wise tale says, "Otherwise, you might end up like Irish folk figure Jack O' Lantern." So, this story that I'm going to end my part with, well, this part about you know the history of Halloween, uh, is a story that pretty much. I found pretty enticing because it's about the jack-o'-lantern, the Irish folk figure jack-o'-lantern. So modern day, you know, intricately designed pumpkin creations certainly make an impressive decoration for houses and sidewalks. But back in the day, folks in Ireland dubbed their carved fiery uh, turnips, they call it, jack-o'-lanterns. Thanks in part of an ominous legend that they had. So this is a legend from Ireland, and I had to get it off of Reddit for this. And we'll have, of course, the links and everything uh, posted on our Instagram or YouTube, one of the two. So one night, a convincing local drunkard named Jack trapped the Prince of Darkness in a tree by hacking a sign of the cross into the bark. In exchange for letting Satan climb down, Jack had him vow to never claim his soul. Jack proceeded to act like a jerk his whole life. When he died, he was not allowed in heaven, so he tried to return to his old pal, the devil. But Satan, <clears throat> Satan upheld his end of the deal hurling a piece of coal from hell at the dead man for good measure. Left without anywhere to go, Jack placed the blazing coal in a turnip to use as a lantern. The dead man then set out, doomed to wander until he could he can find an internal resting place. And that's how the Jack Lantern was formed. So
1: he Like from blaze. that story spawned the or sparked the just jack-o'-lanterns in general yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So he, what used, the Is he the jack-o'-lantern because
0: he used the pumpkin as a lantern
1: yeah uh oh okay. yeah yeah yeah', yeah. Cause he put so a blazing just, coal in it just wanders the earth with that pumpkin yeah. Kind Of, like, the headless horseman, I guess
0: that's their legend, though. You know, it probably has it probably, probably in some other uh countries and history, it's probably some named something else, but um, that's pretty much an Irish folk figure that they call the jack o' lantern.
1: Oh, gotcha, okay, yeah. that seems pretty cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that was the history and a little bit snippet uh story about the jack o'
1: lantern. I have never heard Halloween. any of that. Either.
0: I know. I was so excited to tell you about all this.
1: <laughs> I it's enjoyed a lot of, it. It's
0: a, yeah, it's a lot of like wrap your mind around what they're doing and then think about what we do now. Because I never knew bobbin' for apples came from that. I always thought it was just something that somebody just put a pile of water in, put apples in, be like, oh, they bobbin'. Let's let's try to get them with our mouth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've and ever so- bobbed for apples. Oh, you've never bought for apples. I don't think so. I think it's kind of gross. I,
0: well, I mean, yeah, germaphobe wise, yeah. <laughs> now thinking about it. But like as a kid, I think they had it. I'm pretty sure they had bobbing for Apples at our our elementary school festival, Halloween festival.
1: I'm pretty sure remember. they used to do that. They may have, but I don't remember. I probably wasn't allowed to. <laughs>
0: Probably, yeah, no, my mom, probably my mom and dad would probably be like,
1: What you doing? Yeah,
0: (laughs) but yeah, that was that was Halloween, guys.
1: Well, that was a great story, stories. Um, and then what's our so we're gonna do two Halloween
0: episodes because we love Halloween, and I think Cameron's story will be posted uh here shortly too in the next couple of days and what
1: what's your halloween story mine is the backstory of the halloween candy tampering Mm, oh yeah i'm excited about
0: that so you get the history and then you get the candy part of it (laughs) awesome well do you want to go and you want to go off our social media
1: yeah so um, we are Moonlit Scary Stories on Instagram, Moonlit Scary on and then you can email us at moonlit scary Stories at gmail.com, or you can me- message us on either social media, media platform. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, citations will be uploaded um, to YouTube only, so just check those out if you want to see where we get our information and want to look into it more. But hit, us up, hit us up with any stories or anything you want to talk to us about we'd love to hear from you guys and i will
0: say i don't we are on apple Podcasts, so if you guys could leave us some reviews and kind of interact with that that would be great so we can get our our analytics up on that one <laughs> yeah all right
1: <laughs> well, we'll talk- <laughs>
0: all right well i will say peace out guys
1: all right have a good day thanks guys